Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets, brought to you by Standard Bank, your partner for growth on this continent we call home. Hashtag Africa Connected. So Standard Bank and 702 then have sent journalist Nikki Wepigicha across our continent to get us insights into Africa's markets, the investment opportunities, economic environment, trading conditions, etc., etc. And this week, ooh, I think we should start a game where we say, where will Nikki be reporting from this week? She's coming up. <laughs> She's in Mozambique, eh, Nix? Hi, Guala. Yes, I am indeed. I am in very beautiful and picturesque Maputo today. And how has it been? (laughs) It has been absolutely amazing. The weather is brilliant. We've been a little anxious about it being very, very hot. But as a cool, beautiful breeze blowing through today, um, we have the most fantastic views from the hotel that we're staying. Yesterday, Guala, we did a bit of sightseeing to some of the historical sites, went to the fort, we went to the historic Central Railway Station. The architecture here is absolutely mind-blowing, Guala. There's a great deal of investment in, in arts and culture here, and you see that displayed throughout the, the city. Okay, but here's a big issue. It is the first Lusophone country that you've visited in your five-country tour. It must be difficult communicating. <laughs> You know, Kuala, you can never underestimate (laughs) the importance of language. Um, You and I have spoken about this before, about how easy is it to do business in a different territory. Now, obviously, you have to do your research as any investor, whether you're a tourist or a business traveler. And one of the most important things, I think, coming into the Lusophone countries like Portugal and Angola is to make sure that you have reliable and dependable interpretation services. Otherwise, it can can misadventures we have had today. We have a driver who is also meant to be our interpreter, Augusto, uh, but as it turns out that Augusto only speaks a smattering of English and we speak no Portuguese at all. So uh, twice we've had, we have had incidents where we've ended up in the wrong places because we didn't quite understand each other. Uh, and, and secondly, the, the, the second incident I had, I was at a shopping center just trying to uh, look around at what's happening in the retail sector. And of course, you know, you know I like to shop. Well, uh, I was trying to buy something at a local shop but the shop assistant did not understand. We did not understand each other at all. Literally, it came down to a point where I was undressing the mannequin at the shop to try and illustrate what I meant. So what's going to be very, very important if we want to do more business with each other as African countries? Yeah. The necessary planning, the next thing I'm getting a reliable, dependable interpretation service that will help you uh, whether you're negotiating deals or trying to buy a bathing suit so that you don't grab it off the mannequin because you, there's no other way for you to communicate. But also, Golani, trying to buy airtime has proven to be fairly difficult as well. So we usually go to our destinations and buy a SIM card, which we did. But we're now trying to convert the airtime into data because that's what you have to do in, in, in Maputo. It sends you a message, but it's in Portuguese. So you can't follow the instructions and make the conversion for yourself. So you are left in the dark. Mm-hmm. Little things that people need to consider um, when, when doing business in these countries, but certainly not insurmountable because, as I say, if you get someone on board, we spoke to the South Africa's High Commissioner last night, and he's saying so important to have the right partners uh, when you go into these different territories when there's something as fundamental as language. Indeed, and uh, clearly, Augusto not being helpful where these matters are. <laughs> but but you, you, you met a young tech startup. <laughs> it wasn't as bad. Let me tell you, well, I've had a worse experience because earlier this year when I was in Paris, 
I was at a hotel and I called down to reception to say, could I please have a pair of scissors because I want to cut a piece of bandage that I want to strap around my leg because mm. I was running the Paris Marathon at the time. Uh, the, the receptionist didn't quite understand. But anyway, 10 minutes later, the paramedics arrive at my door <gasps> and the message that they had heard is that I had stabbed myself with a pair of scissors <laughs> and that and about to take away <laughs> Lost in translation. Just a quick and final one. You you met this young tech startup who's doing really great things in the mobile space. Tell us a bit about her, about him or her. It's a fantastic story, Guala. Tiago Coelho, he is the owner of UX Tech Information Technology. They've done a fantastic thing. He is raised in Mozambique, but spent much of his uh, later life in, uh, port- in Portugal um, getting educated there. And then in 2012, at the height of the boom of the Mozambican economy, he decided he wanted to go, go back home and apply what he had learned. So he started this company. And one of the gaps that he saw in the market was in with employment, that the way in which companies were advertising for recruitment was mainly through newspapers and there were only 15,000 copies of newspapers being printed on a daily run. Now, with the potential of what 13 million people in the workforce, it's not a very effective way of reaching those people or at least linking employers to potential employees. So they started this online job portal called Emprego it's the most visited website, and that's been going for a number of years now, since 2012, hugely successful. And and the important thing for uh, Tiago is that he wants to see technology being used to improve society. What kind of impact can you make on society? It's all well and good to make profits, but the business idea itself has gone the lives of the citizen. And that's what he's done with Imprego and the subsequent follow-up to that app is Biscati. Because what he also noticed, Guala, is that a lot of the jobs, a lot of the skills that were available were in the informal market. So they've come up with an app with plumbers to electricians and that too is doing really, really well. So we're seeing mobile again, Golani, mm. being deployed as, as the best tool for technology and to create jobs. Fabulous. Nix, listen, thank you very much. Really, really appreciate it.